1: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a Cast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephanie to find out how.
0: Good morning, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. What have I counseled you every time we talk, Glenn? Justice is coming. Just be patient, Merrick Garland. <laughs> um, what? So, what are your thoughts on this reporting? That obviously, Trump. I mean. The hubris you've got to love. The Trump's like, no, no, no. Oh, you can't hear me. Oh, T- Glenn cannot hear me. Okay, something <laughs> needs to be dot did. Can't hear me? No, he cannot hear me. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's figure out what's happening. Hmm. Uh okay.
1: Better, better. There okay. we go. There we go. Hi-ya. Hello. Okay.
0: Um. So uh, obviously the hubris, you know, in this reporting, the Trump is, oh, I'm not concerned. Witch hunt. It'll be fine. Uh, But, I mean, this is obviously, we know from the two Pat subpoenas this week that this has reached in the Oval Office, and obviously there is reporting now Trump's uh, attorneys are counseling him that he may be indicted. So what do you take from all of this, from the the latest reporting?
1: Three really important data points, Steph. One, we saw the Rolling Stone reporting that Donald Trump's legal team is preparing for him to be indicted, and this is what I love. This is why Donald Trump's legal team is like the worst legal team imaginable. Except for Alex Jones. They <laughs> are saying, we, yeah, that good point. They are saying, we are preparing a defense that will be putting it on, quote, the fall guys. What did we see a couple of days later in last night's CNN reporting? Donald Trump has been counseled to cut off all contact with and not talk to Mark Meadows. The only reasonable inference we can draw from that is Meadows is flipping, oh. right? Maybe he has flipped, maybe he hasn't flipped. That's what you counsel somebody um, when it comes to you know one of your buddies who is now cooperating with the feds. Do not talk to him anymore. And then the third data point is the Pat Cipollone subpoena to the grand jury and and steph all testimony is not created equal because the j6 testimony that pat cipollone gave we all saw it some of it on videotape he wouldn't answer the big questions he wouldn't talk about what donald trump said or did he wouldn't talk about trump's crimes he gets away with that in the january sixth committee because they don't have a way to compel him they can't test that privilege once he asserts it when we get witnesses in the grand jury we can test that privilege. We can overcome it in real time because when Pat Cipollone and the grand jury says, executive privilege, I've done this a hundred times, not with executive privilege, but with attorney-client privilege, fifth amendment privilege against self-incrimination, spousal privilege, um, uh, uh, doctor-patient privilege, etc. We walk over to Chief Judge Beryl Howells Chambers, the, the chief judge of the DC federal district court who has supervisory authority over the grand jury And we litigate it in real time. And she rules, I predict, Joe Biden hasn't invoked the privilege. So you lose because Donald Trump doesn't get to invoke it. And there's a crime fraud exception. So belt and suspenders, you lose twice. Now, Pat Cipollone, go back in there and testify truthfully. And then, Steph, Cipollone has all the legal um, uh, backing he needs because a, a judge has ordered him to do it. And he's bulletproof and he can testify about Trump's crimes. And I predict he will. The dam really is breaking.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I just because I'm just from contact with you, just from the physical contact I have with you in my studio, I just scream crime fraud exception <laughs> to any news cycle. But that's the whole thing they're hinging it on, right? That's the whole discussion happening now is executive privilege. And as you've said and over, and over and it's over and over again, go, you don't get away. to commit a crime and mm-hmm. then say, oh, you, you can't talk about it. That's executive privilege. And we have
1: precedent because Richard Nixon, he he asserted executive privilege and he was the sitting president. He yeah. said, No, no, no. My tapes enjoy executive privilege. And the Supreme Court, nine to zero, said, No, you're a sitting president and you cannot assert it, right? Yeah. A former president certainly can't assert it. So we're on a really good track right now.
0: Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs, a gripping murder mystery, starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available.
1: Slash poppods to get fifty percent off your first month.
0: Um. So, in other news, when I don't know where you end and I begin, I thought it was an original thought, and then I realized I read your tweet and I thought, oh, I stole that from Glenn Kirshner. But it's not really stealing when you just organically. <laughs> I thought it was my thought. I was like, oh no, that's where I got that idea. Is right. you tweeted. <laughs> So agencies in which Trump installed lackeys, DHS, DOD, usss um, some installed after he lost the election, wiped their cell phones. Um, Okay, and what other agencies, EPA, education, labor, agriculture, HHS, or just the agencies that may have joined Trump's effort to retain power? That's a really good point. Right. And I'm, I'm waiting
1: for some great investigative reporting on precisely that point, I'm hoping that the agencies that took no part in trying to keep Trump in power unlawfully also didn't wipe their cell phones, right? Because they didn't need to. It's the agencies. I mean, think about it. After he lost the election, he put in a new Secretary of Defense for two months, Chris Miller. So Chris Miller could do precisely what Chris Miller did, make sure the Capitol was set up for failure and then wiped his cell phone. Come on now. What do we look like?
0: And speaking of this whole theme of lying as that we're looking at in the Alex Jones trial. So Chris Miller goes on Fox News and lies mm-hmm. that, oh, Trump ordered, you know, 10,000 National Guard troops under oath, has to say, you know, like Alex Jones had to say Sandy Hook was real. Like, no, he did not order, <laughs> to, you know, and, and National Steph, Guard that troops. that
1: lie to the American people on Fox Entertainment, I don't call them Fox News, that is actually part of a criminal cover up. Okay. That's chargeable as a crime. I, I'm, I'm appreciative that he told the truth under oath before the J6 committee. But when you lie to the American people trying to cover up Donald Trump's crimes, you're committing your own crime of accessory after the fact and misprision of a felony. So I'm keep so, it up, sport. Keep I, it up.
0: I'm so happy to hear you say that because how many times have we heard, well, it's not a crime to lie on Fox News. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a network. I mean, it,
1: it should it, be. It can be a well, crime. Okay. It can be a okay. crime. We just yeah. have to investigate it and indict it.
0: Yeah, and you said looks like a conspiracy for the ages. I served in the federal government over uh, um, under every president from Reagan to Trump. During that time, I served under 10 United States attorneys. I never recall wiping our cell phones when an administration turns over being a thing. Um, again, the key question keeps being, are we going to find all of these? And Because, it, it, like you say, it is the biggest conspiracy in our history, it looks like, you know.
1: You know, I don't know. I am the last one to render an opinion on the capabilities of recovering deleted electronic data. I am e incompetent, really yeah. bad. Yeah, that's why I have my whiteboard and my legal pads. That's that's what I and do. I've heard your but, thoughts but, on but autocorrect.
0: You have not been able to to, to, but, but to but here's conquer the thing autocorrect.
1: the The way to invest the way to investigate these deleted texts is to subpoena every mofo that wiped their cell phone and and ask them to lines of, of questions one why did you do it who directed it you know etc and then the other is we want to know what you who you spoke with and what you said to them on and around january 6th think about this we now know that the federal prosecutors have had mark meadows cell phone records back in april we didn't know that they had. so what you do is you sit there with mark meadows cell phone records and you see how many times for example chad wolf the illegally installed head of DHS communicated with Meadows on and around January 6th. You've got the hard records and you put him under oath. You say, I see that noon on insurrection day, you communicated with Meadows. What did you say? So one way or another, you can get at this stuff.
0: Okay. All right. Got it. Now, so... By the way, so after Guy Reffitt was sentenced to seven and a half years and in in, uh, his daughter called for life in prison for Donald Trump, yeah. um, and you just said, as you keep repeating, the highlights, um, this highlights the deep injustice that we as a nation are experiencing at this moment in time. The boots of the insurrection are being punished, while the suits of the uh, insurrection, golf hold rallies, fundraisers and dinner parties, it's not right. Um, it, it, obviously, you know, the what we've learned this week gives you more confidence that we are going to get the suits, Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, justice has been delayed. I'm hoping it won't be denied and I don't think it will be. But when the boots of the insurrection, the people Donald Trump told to attack the Capitol and stop the certification are being prosecuted, convicted, some some in prison. And yet the command structure of the insurrection, the political insurrectionists, the privileged insurrectionists, the wealthy insurrectionists are out holding rallies, fundraisers and dinner parties. That's a deep deep injustice going on at this moment in our nation. I, I'm, the boots need to be held accountable. But even more importantly, the suits need to be held accountable because they're out there recruiting the next batch of boots. So let's get off the dime, DOJ.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the other uh, big trial, obviously, as we've mentioned a couple of times, Alex Jones. So everybody, you know, upon hearing he makes, what, $300 million a year? Yeah. Yesterday when the $4 million thing was, you're like, wait, but that's compensatory, right? Today is punitive and is likely to be much larger. What? Give us your take on uh, the on the Alex Jones trial.
1: Yeah, compensatory damages. I mean, I was never a civil litigator. That was not my world. And civil trials are often these kind of no holds barred affairs where you might have a judge trying to control the Alex Jones of the world. But you, you see he just continues to act up and he doesn't really care. Um, he will care when he gets indicted for perjury, which I hope is coming. Yeah. But so compensatory damages are you're trying to make a person whole for the loss. In other words, this sounds crass. How much would that child have earned over their lifetime? Because you have deprived the child and the family of that. So four million dollars was awarded. Now you get to punitive damages. You punish Alex Jones for profiting off the pain of the Sandy Hook families by telling the, the grossest lies. That's where he's gonna get banged out, I predict, for a big dollar figure. Um
0: here's the important the important thing for Justice Coming is it all ties into January sixth. <laughs> so Uh, the sandy hook lawyer right is uh uh, yeah the attorney said that he intends to cooperate unless he's ordered otherwise um his advocacy of violence quite clearly played a role on the six said zo lofgren we'd like to know more about it so they're going to turn over the uh, obviously i assume to the j6 committee and to the doj right the contents of his phone
1: two years of text messages can you imagine the treasure trove of violence, lies, deceit, and insurrection in those two years of text messages.
0: Yeah. And I don't even want to know what the intimate messages to Roger Stone are, but okay. (laughs) So the judge refused to seal his phone. So this is all good news, right? Um, And then, uh, hang on. Oh, what was I going to ask? Oh, for a perjury. We asked uh, about Alex Jones and perjury. Is that a separate charge? And can you tell us about that?
1: Yep. If you lie under oath at a civil trial, you are on the hook for perjury. And it's just a matter of the local uh, prosecutors in that jurisdiction mm-hmm. investigating it, indicting him, and bringing him to trial for many, many counts of perjury. Okay, so they save up all the counts of perjury and then charge him after this trial is done? Is that how it goes? You know, Perj- criminal and civil are, are on two completely okay. separate tracks. They don't have to wait, but they probably will wait until the dust settles on the civil trial. Got it. And then hopefully they'll pursue the perjury charge. Okay.
0: Glenn, you know, it is amazing how this one trial does tie in so many things, you know, January 6th, and but it's also just the constant wall of lies that Trump and Fox News and the Alex Jones of the world operate on and what it's done to our country, where we don't, like in Nixon, we don't even have, we can have one set of facts anymore. I mean, I'm just hoping it'll it'll crack something in that wall of, I mean, and, and a lot of the suits about the uh, the big lie about the election are starting to do that. Like, no, you cannot just go on TV and continue to lie about exactly. provably false things, right?
1: And, you know, it feels like, you know, the road to justice is, is bumpy and it's unpaved and it's full of treacherous potholes, but I, I think we're on it and I think we're moving in the right direction. It's been a really good couple of weeks and I think especially with the Mark Meadows thing where Trump was told, don't talk to him anymore. Once that domino falls, Steph, it's on.
0: Yeah. I got to ask you about one more. Uh, FBI Director Chris Wray admits during a Senate hearing that the Trump White House controlled which of the sexual assault allegations against then-Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh were uh, fully investigated. Um, Obviously, Senator Whitehouse got Wray to admit this. How is this okay? I I mean, I I don't—this is a lifetime— appointment to a court where someone who apparently violated women's rights personally just took away rights for, you know, all of the women in this country and we're just going to say that's okay? We're, there's no it's new investigation?
1: Okay. It's not. So the FBI hides behind the uh, the fact that a background investigation is different than a criminal investigation. That does not excuse the FBI getting information that should have been investigated, it seems about the misconduct of brett kavanaugh and instead they packaged it up and basically gave it right to one of kavanaugh's associates if not co-conspirators the white house the person who wanted to bury that information so they could install him on the supreme court to do precisely what he has now done that there's no excuse for it um and listen 4500 tips are still out there how about we investigate them now
0: yeah and what about your thoughts on chris ray well real quick on that,
1: I, I don't have a lot of confidence in his ability to con- to continue to lead the FBI. There have been mm. too many missteps, putting it mildly. I, I hope President Biden thinks about a new director.
0: Yeah, me too. All right, Glenn, great stuff. See you next week.
1: Bye. See you, Steph. There we go. See you guys. Thanks, Glenn.